Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. The 2022 B.H. Roberts Foundation National Latter-day Saint Survey. We began looking at this survey in yesterday's program. It's a nationally representative survey of attitudes and beliefs about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and its members. It's kind of a fascinating insight as to what the general public knows and doesn't know about the LDS Church. And if you want to find this survey for yourself, you can do so by simply going to bhroberts.org slash 2022NLDSS. In yesterday's show, we went through the introduction, which says the 2022 B.H. Roberts Foundation National Latter-day Saint Survey is a representative survey of 1,157 respondents sampled using Momentiv's national panel. The survey asks about attitudes, knowledge, and beliefs about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And in yesterday's show, Eric, we went through the background of those who responded, and we're kind of surprised that about 10% would be under the category of atheist, about 12% would probably be under the category of, of agnostic. You have 42% who say that they know God really exists, and I have no doubts about it. That's the way they were described. So there is certainly a cross-section of our culture who were responding to this survey. We probably should get right into it in case you missed yesterday's show. It was meant, as it says, to demonstrate how much do people know. And of course, the context, how much do they know about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Hereafter, it says, known as the Church, capital C. Well, that'll tell you right there, this is a Mormon organization because the Church That's something that you hear oftentimes here in Utah. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can live with more than one wife. That was one of the questions. And also, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can't eat chocolate or can't drink alcohol, can't have blood transfusions, believe Christ is the Son of God. And what's amazing is a lot of the respondents failed the test. Well, I'm looking at that first question. Can live with more than one wife. One of the dangers of asking questions is people can read into the question, what does that mean, can live with more than one wife? In this life or possibly in the next life? Because we know that Mormonism still teaches polygamy, but we have to qualify that. We're not saying in this life, but men can marry a second or third wife even if their previous wife has died. They're allowed to get sealed in the temple for both time and eternity. So you might have somebody answering the question there, yes, and really understanding 
what Mormonism teaches about polygamy for the spiritual life and get it wrong. And, and that's what they're trying to say is there's a right or wrong answer on that, but maybe you read into it. Well, the other question about can't eat chocolate, and we talked about that yesterday. We know that many Latter-day Saints do not drink coffee or tea, and many assume it's because of the caffeine content. Well, if you assume that Latter-day Saints aren't allowed to have caffeine and you know that there's caffeine in chocolate, that maybe that would affect your answer one way or another. But when it says can't have blood transfusions, I think that was kind of a trick question. Let's just throw that in there because we know that that's true of those who belong to the Watchtower Society, more commonly known as the Jehovah's Witnesses. But that is not a trait regarding the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And then you have believe Christ is the Son of God. Again, we would qualify that by asking, well, what do they mean when they say Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Now, the survey says that 84% of those who took the survey, the 1,100 people, failed by not getting at least three of those five questions right. For you and I, Bill, we deal with this all the time. Obviously, there's five easy questions. But for a lot of people, maybe not understanding what the question is, like believe Christ is the Son of God, well, I would probably, if I were being asked that question, would say, which Son of God are we talking about? The literal child of Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother, the brother of Lucifer, I would say, well, they don't believe in the same Son of God that I would hold to. I'm going to say that is an important thing to think about. Also, Bill, do you think that people geographically would answer the questions differently based on who they live with? Because if people in Utah are taking this survey and somebody in Vermont or New Hampshire is taking the survey— they probably only have enough information to get questions wrong, whereas hopefully a lot of people who live here in Utah, even if they're atheist or agnostic, would know very clearly they certainly can eat chocolate. During the Christmas season, hot chocolate is all over the place. They would know that they can have blood transfusions. That would be pretty clear, I think, depending on where you live. Well, on page five of the survey... The statement is made, people who have a college degree or know a member personally know a lot more about the church. And this is what it says. Respondents with a college degree scored 78% higher than those without a college degree. Similarly, respondents who said they personally know a Latter-day Saint scored 63% higher than those who did not. Why do you think that is, Eric? I'm going to say with the college degree, it means that somebody has figured out how to get through all the hoops of getting a degree, and so they're going to be more, perhaps, overall cognizant of what different people think and believe. And so that's a pretty high percent, 78% higher. And then certainly if you know a Latter-day Saint, you're going to have some personal experience to kind of know where they're coming from. Maybe you don't talk about religion a lot, but you have enough information to be able to do better than those who have no relationships with Latter-day Saints. I got a kick out of this one. It said, people who did poorly on the quiz think they're as knowledgeable as people who did well on the quiz. That's human nature, and this is what it says. Interestingly, there is a relationship between how much respondents said they know about the church and how much they actually know on the quiz. Most respondents signaled they did not know much about the church or its members and gave quiz answers that supported that self-assessment. Respondents that had a negative score and respondents that had a positive score on the test 
were both significantly more likely to think they knew a lot about the church than people who scored zero. But we have to keep in mind, most people failed this test. Yes. Most people failed it. They did not know the correct answers to those five statements that I gave earlier. Again, 84% scored three or lower on the five-question quiz. That is huge. This, This portion makes me think, what kind of a culture do we live in? It says... People who don't like members, this would be members of the LDS church, don't know a lot about the church. That would tend to fall within the category, I think, of a type of bigotry. You have a dislike for people, but you don't really know much about them. That's problematic. It's one thing to have a dislike for a group if you know a lot about them. That, I don't think, falls under the category of a prejudice, meaning a prejudging. You have studied this group, and you know what they believe. You know how they act. And so you've drawn a conclusion based on this. But when you say people who don't like members don't know a lot about the church, that should be something that all of us should uh, take seriously. Yeah, and this is what it said. Respondents who stated that they like members of the church scored three times higher on the quiz than respondents who said... They dislike members. Bill, I hope those Christians who are listening to us right now would understand that you and I don't dislike members. We love the Latter-day Saints. That's why we do what we do. But I have talked to a lot of Christians, and especially when you get outside of Utah and you go on the other side of the Mississippi, you find a lot of Christians who don't have a lot of information about Mormonism. I have found that a lot of Christians just don't have um, a lot of patience with people that are Latter-day Saints. Minority in their community, there might be 1%, 2% in a state on the other side of the Mississippi compared to evangelical Christians. You go down south, for instance, I, I think there's a very a big misunderstanding as to what Mormonism teaches. And I think that's something that we try to correct, but we can only do so much because our radio show does not go into Louisiana and Florida and New Hampshire. And it's funny, too, is you can say, as you just did, Eric, that we love Latter-day Saints, and you're going to have some Latter-day Saints insist that we are not telling the truth because of what we do. And I think that's probably because the culture has told them that when someone disagrees with you on any issue, that that disagreement has to be based in some kind of animosity or bigotry. And of course, that's not true. That's a sad commentary on our culture right now, where you can't disagree with someone without being accused of having some kind of dislike for them as individuals. We've said many, many times on this show that we As you said, Eric, we love Latter-day Saints. We want only the best for Latter-day Saints in this life and in the next. But we happen to disagree with many of the truth claims that Latter-day Saints believe or what the LDS Church stands for. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a disagreement on what LDS people believe or a disagreement with what their church actually teaches. And I think that opens an area where we can have a discussion about why we happen to disagree. But it's wrong for a Latter-day Saint to naturally assume because we have those disagreements that we don't like Mormons themselves. 
We've talked about this a number of times, Bill, but we do not want to assume what Latter-day Saints believe because they might not believe exactly what the church teaches. And this is where we need to get to the Socratic method. We need to ask them questions as to what they believe about Jesus being their Savior, for instance, that one question on the five-question quiz. Find out what it is that makes Jesus their Savior. Do they believe that they're forgiven of their sins? Those kinds of questions to find out more of what the individual Latter-day Saint believes is going to help you to have a more constructive conversation, one that hopefully will end in positive results, that they'll better understand what it is that you believe and explain your views compared to what Mormonism teaches. Because we can say it to our blue in the face, Mormonism and biblical Christianity are two different religions, but we need to come to the specifics. And I think by doing that, we're going to better understand where our LDS friends are coming from. And we might have to correct them sometimes and tell them, well, your leaders have said this, what do you do with that? Let them uh, deal with those facts, but then try to show them what it is that we as Christians do believe, and we hold very near and dear to our hearts, and that that is why we we share our faith with Latter-day Saints. And I think you bring up a good point, and I've said it many times, too, when people ask me, what's the best way that I can share my faith with a member of the LDS Church? I think one of the best ways you can do it, basically, at least in the beginning of the conversation, for sure, is to just ask questions to find out where they are, like you had just stated, Eric, because many times we can be prone to inject stereotypes into the conversation that are not only wrong, but certainly unnecessary and shouldn't be a part of that conversation. Always ask questions. Find out what that individual believes based on their answer. That will help you formulate your next question. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.